profile of 18-year-old Kyle Rittenhouse. Johnson & Johnson has announced it's splitting into two companies, separating the division that sells Band-Aids and Listerine from its medical device and prescription drug business. On Wall Street, the Dow is up 152 points. More details at srnnews.com. Do your pets have the same energy they used to? Do they have problems with itching, scratching, a dull coat, or goopy ears? Then your pets need Dinovite. D-I-N-O-V-I-T-E dot com. For over 20 years, pet owners have trusted Dinovite to supplement their pet's diet. We started Dinovite in our first box. We noticed a difference. Dinovite is an all-natural daily supplement made from whole foods that helps support your pet's immune system, digestion, skin, and coat. Within three weeks, he's not scratching and itching, and he's an all-around happier dog. Today's commercial pet foods are processed at high temperatures, which bakes out all the essential goodness. These processed foods can lack the essential vitamins, enzymes, and probiotics that contribute to overall good health. Adding a scoop of Dynavite to your pet's food bowl is the answer. If you love your pets as much as I do, you'll want to do what's best for them to live long, healthy, happy lives. I have two cats and two dogs. All four of them are on the Dynavite. You won't believe how happy your dog will be. D-I-N-O-V-I-T-E dot com. Rich Thomas Weather, brought to you by Wiley Sanders Truck Lines. Great news from Wiley Sanders Truck Lines. Call about a significant pay raise. Call now, 855-777-9785. That's 855-777-9785. Wiley Sanders Truck Lines. Rich Thomas Weather. Well, hi, everybody. Today will be cooler than yesterday by about 10 degrees, so we're looking for sunshine. High temperature up to about 69, a little breezy. Uh, chilly tonight, overnight low 41. Tomorrow will be about 10 degrees cooler than today with uh, sunshine, breezy, upper 50s for a high temperature. There's a freeze watch for Saturday night with a low temperature by dawn Sunday morning close to the freeze mark, somewhere around 32, 33, a frosty start, first freeze of the season. And not much change during the day on Sunday with a high temperature up to about 61. From the Blue Water Weather Center, this is Rich Thomas. Are you tired of renting instead of building equity in your home? ASE Credit Union can help with historic low rates and an easy approval process. Your dream of owning a new home can be a reality. Schedule an appointment or apply online. ASE Credit Union. Your life, your goals, your ASE. Equal opportunity lender, NMLS number 420259. Alabama News Network, I'm David Lamb. Crime Stoppers is offering a $5,000 reward for information that can help identify the remains of a young girl found 10 years ago in Lee County. Authorities say that on January 28, 2012, skeletal remains of a little girl were found at a trailer park on Hearst Street in Opelika. Authorities believe the baby Jane Doe is between 4 and 7 years old and had medium-length black hair and cornrows. If you have any information, call Crime Stoppers at 215-STOP. The City of Montgomery held a Veterans Day ceremony at the Union Station train shed. It included a flyover from the Alabama Air National Guard and a 21-gun salute. The American Legion Post 122 had a special day as well, a ceremony in front of the Autauga County Courthouse. There was a wreath lane ceremony and a flyover by the 187th Fighter Wing. And people in the Selma, Dallas County area also paid tribute to those who've served in our nation's military during the annual Veterans Day ceremony at Memorial Stadium. For these stories and more, watch Alabama News Network on CBS 8 and ABC 32. I'm David Lamb. This hour of news and views is brought to you by our good friends at Cole Plumbing, 279-8919. Cole Plumbing is number one in the number two business. You don't have to dig a hole. They have proprietary pipelining technology. Ask them about their tankless water heaters. Remember, when you have trouble with your bowl, call on Cole.
The more options you have, the better, Alabama. So if you have Medicare, give yourself choice and flexibility with United Healthcare. As Alabama's number one Medicare Advantage plan provider, United Healthcare offers plans designed to meet your health and budget needs with great benefits like a $0 plan premium, low copay on covered prescriptions, and more. Take advantage of your options. Call United Healthcare today at 1 855 605 3184. That's 1 855 605 3184. Benefits, features, or devices vary by plan and area. Limitations and exclusions apply. The holidays are coming. Is your home ready for family and friends? Make your home look great by calling Peaches and Clean. If your carpet hasn't been cleaned in a while, besides the dirt, they can hold the odors that are repaired when your guests walk in. If you own one of those high-end area or oriental rugs, Peaches will pick them up, clean them in their own climate control rug room, and return them to you. Peaches and Clean cleans tile and grout as well. If you live in the River Region, Auburn and Opelika, or Lake Martin area, visit us at peachesandclean.com and schedule your cleaning. That's Peaches, the letter N, clean.com. Finding great candidates to hire can be like, well, trying to find a needle in a haystack. Sure, you can post your job to some job board, but then all you can do is hope the right person comes along, which is why you should try ZipRecruiter for free at ZipRecruiter.com slash radio. ZipRecruiter doesn't depend on candidates finding you. It finds them for you. Its powerful technology identifies people with the right experience and actively invites them to apply to your job. You get qualified candidates fast. So while other companies might deliver a lot of hay, ZipRecruiter finds you what you're looking for. The needle in the haystack. See why four out of five employers who post a job in ZipRecruiter get a quality candidate within the first day. ZipRecruiter, the smartest way to hire. And right now, you can try ZipRecruiter for free. That's right, free at ZipRecruiter.com slash radio. That's ZipRecruiter.com slash radio. ZipRecruiter.com slash radio. The Health and Wealth Show with David Ernest. Weekday evenings at 6 on News Talk 93.1 FM WACV. Listen for your chance to win big prizes. What? No prizes? Well, listen anyway. The views and opinions of the following program are solely those of the host and other contributors. These do not necessarily represent those of Liberty Acquisitions 825, Blue Water Broadcasting, its management, staff, or any advertisers. It's time for news and views from 9 till noon. Montgomery's conversational radio show. To join the conversation, call 272-9228. It's news and views from 9 till noon, only on News Talk 93.1 FM. news and views from 9 till noon. I actually saw out the window there. The mayor is walking up to the front of our building now. So as we carry on, wait for him to come on inside. This part of the program brought to you by Physical Therapy and Balance Center of Prattville. And they're at Physical Prattville. Don Sexton and her team, including her great, her lovely and talented physical therapy assistant, Nancy Alexander. They can help you. Well, Get your balance back. Get your walking ability 
back. And really, they are trained in more traditional methods, but it could also be uh, cutting-edge stuff like virtual reality therapy. So you could play almost like a virtual reality video game, but it's right. designed to help whatever is bothering Actually you. good for you. They have a 360 walking track where you can really test out your walking ability. Whether you're doing VR on this 360 walking track, you're strapped into a harness, so there is no I like that fear of falling whatsoever. Because often it's not just a physical problem, there's a psychological right. That's block. That's what I was thinking. You can retrain your mind there, Joey. Exactly. So what you need to do, folks, if you or maybe it's a loved one who doesn't want to admit they have problems, call at 595-9990. 595-9990. Set up a free balance test. Now, I got an 18 out of 18 on my balance score. Yeah, how's life at Bragger Camp, Joey? Fine, Eddie. Just good. fine. Good. Good to hear that. But maybe you get like 8 out of 18, like Eddie here. Yeah. You're top-heavy, or maybe you got an inner ear problem or vision problem, uh, ankle or knee injury. Well, that scores for you and for them. Mm -hmm. So you can see how the therapy is performing I can as you go through it. judge myself if right. I'm getting better. Right, and it allows them to judge if their methods are working. Mm -hmm. And we've had dozens of listeners take this opportunity. So it really is a great place, a great new sponsor. They do wonderful work. Don Sexton and Nancy Alexander, they're a physical therapy and balance center of Prattville. Again, that number, 595-9990, 595-9990. Be sure to ask about that free balance test and tell them that Joey, from News and Views from 9 till noon, sent you. Oh. Well, first, I have to say, <clears throat> I don't, I'm not working on much sleep here, folks, so I Coming across slightly irritated, it's because I am, but it's not because there's any actual trouble in paradise. And uh, you know what? I am uh, honored now. It is my privilege, honor, and pleasure to welcome on as he gets settled in the mayor of Montgomery, Mayor Stephen Reed. How are you, Stephen? Hey, I'm doing well. How about yourself? I'm well. Lack of likewise. Listen, um, let, let me first apologize for Wednesday's um, rescheduling. So I appreciate y'all being flexible. Uh, with some things that, that came up, but I wanted to make sure I got out here to oh, I appreciate talk it. to you and get in front of your audience and kind of hear what's been going on. Yeah, well, I, I have to say, I, like I said, I'm working on little sleep. Life is good, but uh, I might come across as a bit ornery today, just uh, bear with me. But no, no, no worries. I understand that. I got to ask you about, uh, well, the great event yesterday and the revealing of the statue yesterday. I, I wasn't there, obviously, but uh, yeah, I've been saying on the show, we need more icons that bring people together and monuments. I want to see that continue as well as we build things up. And I think that's a great way to do it. What, what happened yesterday? Well, you know, I think um, what Rod Fraser done in, in the city, you know, really uh, commissioning uh, this world-renowned sculptor, Jim Butler to James Butler to, um, you know, build these statues. One is on Maxwell Air Force Base. That's the Daedalus statue. And then um, you have one that's already outside of of Union Station, and now uh, this one returned from the Argonne is very significant in paying tribute to those Alabamians who fought in World War One, and those um, men and women who have you know sacrificed for for the nation uh, throughout. And I think it's very important that we keep that in mind. Not only on Veterans Day when it's kind of the formal recognition, but we do those things. Uh, from all of our platforms, you guys ha have a big platform here to make sure that, you know, at the state and federal level, uh, we're doing right by them. And it's not just kind of empty rhetoric 
uh, when it comes down to it. So right. that was, you know, probably the beating bones of my remarks yesterday and to have uh, this type of sculpture right downtown outside of Union Station where thousands of troops uh, left from to, to go off and many did not return uh, is significant. So uh, I told uh, Mr. Frazier that you know we were grateful as a city and as a community to have someone like him uh, to really champion us and to really you know understand and appreciate um, the arts and sculptures and what that means. And we don't always uh, value that when it's right in your backyard. Right. Um, but I would encourage everyone to go down and see it and to read about it and then do some research and share that with kids and grandkids uh, about that time because World War One now is not talked about as much. Right. Um, you know, we 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 kind of pick and choose those wars that 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 um, are highlighted. So it's important for people to understand that even as we talk about current you know, uh, foreign uh, disputes that we have that we understand kind of how the nation got to be uh, what it is and where it is now. And I think that's a great tribute that we had yesterday. And to think that was supposed to be the one that ended all wars. Yes. And I wish it had. And then there was another great announcement. Uh, somebody told me about two months ago, so I, I came on the air, couldn't say all the details. I uh -huh. kept my mouth shut. But can you feel it, folks? Can you feel the opportunity about to come to Montgomery? <laughs> and then the announcement came uh, this week uh, with the Amazon facility. Yeah. How did this happen behind the scenes from, from your perspective and your perch and your office as mayor? How did this all come together? Well, this has been a great uh, team approach with, with the city and, and the county and our Chamber of Commerce, um, you know, really taking a, an aggressive and ambitious approach toward um, industrial and manufacturing um, projects that are out there. Our industrial development board has done fantastic working with us and even some non-traditional things like our tech initiative here. And, you know, um, the team at, at the chamber goes at it. You know, I think, you know, sometimes there are questions about, well, what do they do um, and how well do they do it? And you see the home runs, but you don't see the singles. Right. You know, and they're, they're hitting singles uh, a lot, but, you know, it, it's the, the home runs that, that people, you know, really take notice. And no question, Amazon uh, is a home run for the city. It's a home run for uh this part of Alabama, for Central Alabama in particular, and, and that ultimately uh, benefits the entire state. So to have 500 jobs, paying double the uh, Alabama and federal minimum wage, that uh, bring about you know health benefits, you know day one, and um, you know to to have that in 650 650 uh, thousand square foot facility. Right. Is, is very, very important as we try to build out on some other uh, projects that we're also going after. And uh, we feel good. We, we, we're making cuts. And we, you know, ultimately the only one people uh, really care about is do you make the final cut? Right. And, but we have that in, in several other projects. And so our economic development team is working every day. And uh, it's competitive. You know, you're competing with, with the Carolinas and you're competing with. Uh, Georgia and Tennessee and, and Texas, right. and and some of you know you can get outside the region where you're competing. You know in the Great Plains states, uh, it, it's a competitive process, and and it's something that uh, will probably bore your your average listener to death. <laughs> but it, it it has to be done so you can get to this point. And I just want to commend the the team 
uh, at the Chamber of Commerce for what they have done, uh, their economic development approach, and our colleagues over at, the, at Montgomery County and the County Commission uh, for their partnership in this, and certainly uh, our city council and, and those folks uh, that have been supportive at our effort. And, and, you know, my approach is this. You know, and, and to, the, the only people who, who you know, recognize uh, geographical boundaries are politicians. All right. So <laughs> commerce recognizes no boundaries. Right. So you you got to be in the in the uh, big game hunting phase uh, to kind of land these type projects. And you know when it comes to that, you've got to understand we're in the global economy, and everybody is is, is competing. And the, the question is where are we going to compete? And for us, uh, as a region, not as as a city, but as a region. Central Alabama ranks at the bottom of economic growth in the state, and the state ranks near the bottom, uh, you know, as it relates to the nation. So in order for us to do our part to help lift the state a little bit, we have to go about uh, these type of projects in a different way. And so that means we have to go to Silicon Valley. We have to make our case. We have to go to Wall Street and make our case. We have to go to Capitol Hill uh, and make our case. And, and I think this is a sign that, what we've been doing over the last, um, you know, two years certainly uh, has been working even throughout the, the, the challenge that we've had with COVID where a lot of projects were halted. We thought we would have been able to announce this several months ago, but there were some internal changes that Amazon had to work out, which delayed it, but uh, was not on our part. But we want to have more announcements like this. We want this to be the norm, and we believe that with the people in this region, in, in our city in particular, that we have the talent base to support the jobs and to get out there um, and to show these uh, corporations what they have when they come to Alabama and what we can build on as a partnership once they are here and on the ground. So we're excited about Amazon. We're excited about the message that it sends, and we're excited about you know, partnering with, with big tech um, on this. And we look for some other partnerships uh, with other tech firms and supply chain firms to really assist us as well as we try to, you know, build out this inland port as we try to capitalize on some other infrastructure opportunities that we have to make Montgomery and Central Alabama attractive. Well, and I love uh, where it makes, you're letting a big corporation really work to build out uh, the rest of the area in the sense that this is a receiving facility correct for vendors so yeah. anybody who's a talented artisan or anything that you can yeah. use amazon is that shipping hub it helps the small business around uh, that massive corporation i think it's just a, a win-win on, on so many different levels uh, but with the pandemic what do you think generally of the trend that you're seeing a lot of movement out of california a yeah. lot of movement out of uh, the northeast and new york and you're seeing um, you know Austin, Texas is a big name, of course, but Florida as well. But Tennessee's growing, and Alabama has grown. Yeah. What do you think of this massive migration for all sorts of reasons to the South and how the South can work together in the sense that your cities have a, a certain identity um, with how they're trying to develop and making the cities work together with, and Alabama's unique in this regard, with you have a massive rural populations, agriculture still dominates. Uh, a lot of defense contractors, I guess, in the northern part of the state mm -hmm. uh, with the space program. But how does Alabama compete with the rest of this kind of rising south? As it, I think it's going to become more of a cultural hub. Mm -hmm. I think it's going to become more of a technological hub. So how do we fit into this larger tapestry? You've got to tell your story. Yeah. You know, uh, and, and you know, the Department of Commerce, uh, Greg Canfield and those folks were really instrumental in, in this as well. 
uh, in the Amazon uh, recruitment. And we've got to continue to tell our story. And we've got to continue to invest in our people. Um, you, you don't you don't get um, you know a first class uh, results and uh, trimmings with with bus class fare. So you got to be willing to invest. You got to be willing to spend. And there there's no way of saving our way to prosperity here. And you know the economy is changing. And so those states that you're seeing that are going through the roof. I mean, 77 people moving to Nashville every day. Mm-hmm. Um, you don't have that combined in Huntsville or Birmingham. Right. You, you know, you, you don't have that. So when you look at a place like Middle Tennessee and you see some uh, the growing areas in, in North Carolina and South Carolina, there's some things that I think that we can uh, benchmark there to try to do uh, here in Alabama. And it's not just about incentives. It's not just about abatements. Again, it is about investing in your people, investing in your workforce, your education and your skills and really, um, you know, changing some of that. Now, it doesn't hurt that Texas doesn't have a, a you know, uh, income tax. It doesn't right. hurt that Florida doesn't have an income tax. So there are some advantages or Tennessee, right. you know, there are some advantages, you know, inherently built in there. But I think our state leaders have to look at this from, uh, a, 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 you know, an approach that, you know, I'll use very often. In the private sector, they don't really care where you come from. The only thing they care about is, you know, can you turn a profit, right? Right. You can be big school, small school, big city, small city. Can you help us turn a profit? I think what we have to look at from our standpoint politically is the same approach. I don't really care where they come from. We can do both. We can build homegrown, and we can recruit outside in. And... Um, that growth that's coming to some belt states is largely going to those states that I mentioned. It's not going to Louisiana as much. It's not going to Mississippi, Arkansas, or Alabama as much. So even what we think of Huntsville pales in comparison when you put that, you know, next to a Greenville, Spartanburg. Um, when you put that next to a Greenville, uh, I'm sorry, Greensboro, North Carolina. So when you look at some of these other markets, there are things that we can learn. I think from from our standpoint. Uh, what we're trying to do, and, and the chamber has heard me say this a lot, our chamber board and, and leadership, is that we have to think bigger. We have to think beyond Montgomery. We have to think beyond just even Central Alabama and our approach because that's not going to help us close the gap. We, we continue to lose our best and brightest from right here in Montgomery to surrounding states, uh, right. to cities. You just mentioned, I didn't get to Atlanta. So, you know, when, when you think about... Uh, I mean, Atlanta's like Death Star. You know, it's just it's <laughs> yeah, just swallowing right. up, you know, Very towns all, all, all around it. So, you know, when, when you think about that, we've got to play differently, you know, at state level. And for, you know, from my standpoint as mayor, we've got to play differently um, at the city level. And that means doing things and challenging uh, old practices that may have been fine in the 80s, may have gotten by within the 90s, but... You're 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 sucking wind in the 2020s, trying to do those same things and trying to use those same uh, templates. So we've got to be different. We've got to be nimble, willing to adapt. And uh, I think the Amazon announcement is one of those indicators that we're on the right track. We've got to continue to build that out and keep moving forward. Awesome. Well, we got to hit a quick break here. We'll sure. come back and uh, want to talk about some of the issues with education, uh, mm-hmm. with some of the the crime statistics we've seen. And also some issues I had the opportunity uh, 
Councilman Grimes invited me to do the town hall in his district. Mm -hmm. uh, Rhonda and Cece were there, and it was a good conversation. But I was surprised by there was one question. They just had me read questions the audience had presented, where the the everybody assembled about sixty people. Like there was applauding, and it kind of took me aback. So we'll get okay. to that right after this break. Sure. Local Talk, the River Region's only 24-hour News Talk FM station. News Talk 93.1 FM WACV. Jones Brothers is so much more than roofs. Improving the look and energy efficiency of your home is easier than you think. New windows from Jones Brothers are not only beautiful, but can save you real money. Vinyl siding is a great way to update the look of your home and save on your energy bills. With Cedar Ridge Composite Siding from Jones Brothers, your home will be four times more insulated than with ordinary siding. Call Jones Brothers today for a free estimate. Call Jones Brothers. You'll be glad you did. Do you have a cell phone or tablet that isn't charging, dying fast, or maybe the screen is damaged? Don't get suckered into buying a new one. XI Repair can fix your current device same day and in under 30 minutes. Their certified technicians fix and recover data from thousands of cell phones, computers, tablets, game consoles, and drones seven days a week. Give them a call today at 334-777-1234 or visit them online at xirepair.com. Once upon a time, if you had a water leak under your house or a broken drain line, the only solution was to dig. Don't dig a hole. Call Coal. Coal Plumbing can repair any damaged or leaking pipes without digging in most cases. Coal Plumbing relines, repairs, and renews your pipes and with minimal interruption to your routine. All work comes with a limited warranty. Call Coal Plumbing today at 279-8919. And remember, you don't have to dig a hole. You can call Coal. Call 279-8919 today. Traditionally, plumbers repair defective waters sewer, drain, and other pipelines by digging holes, breaking into floors, slabs, or walls. This type of destruction is a last resort at coal plumbing. With our unique pipelining technology, we can eliminate demolition that causes extreme inconvenience, disruption, and expense. Also, it's safer. So don't dig a hole. Call on coal at 279-8919 or find us at coalplumbing.com. You'll be pleased you did. And remember, when you have trouble with your bowl, call on coal. This hour of news and views is brought to you by our good friends at Cole Plumbing, 279-8919. Cole Plumbing is number one in the number two business. You don't have to dig a hole. They have proprietary pipelining technology. Ask them about their tankless water heaters. Remember, when you have trouble with your bowl, call on Cole. On FM, on your smartphone, and online, the River Region's most trusted voice, News Talk 93.1 FM, WACV. Welcome back to News and Views from 9 till noon. 272-9228, if y'all have a question out there, we're sitting here with the mayor of Montgomery, Mayor Stephen Reed. And uh, as I mentioned, uh, in a second, I want to get into the police chief search and how uh, Chief Harris has done. But I was at this town hall and a bunch of city councilmen there, and we were, there was all sorts of questions about... You know, debris and, and ditches and trash pickup and, you know, what's our paving plan for roads? There's all sorts of questions. But I was just reading off the questions and uh, I said, reading it off, what are we going to do about panhandling in the city? And everybody assembled went nuts. Like, yeah, that's what I want to hear about. 
I know right as you came in, there was some litigation from a law that was passed. I think it was before your tenure. Correct me if I'm wrong. But what about the issue of panhandling, especially a lot of these interstate exits and whatnot? How can this be dealt with? This is a constant conversation with us and the city council, and obviously they, they bear the brunt of it because they're hearing from uh, their their residents. And it's it's a tricky situation for, for a number of reasons, right? Um, one, when I came in, we were dealing with the lawsuit, the panhandling lawsuit that we settled. In the, I mean, it was a nominal uh, amount, really nominal. Right. It was more so to stop us from practicing than it was about the money. Right. So it wasn't really about that. But nonetheless, you know, it, it, we had to change our practice, and it's something that we discussed with Chief Finley. It's something that we dis- we've been discussing with uh, Interim Chief Harris as well. And... We've had to change our approach, so now you know we we think we've got some ideas around loitering hmm. um, that may allow us to address it a little differently. We're also trying to work with those homeless providers and all of, of these organizations that do, I mean, you know, just yeoman's work where this is concerned um, to see how we can support them to help connect uh, those that are on. The streets on the corners in a day. Now, we also have some bad actors because we know that we've got some businesses that are kind of harboring some of these folks. Oh, definitely. Put them out during the day, yeah. and, and that doesn't help us. And so um, there was a recent discussion around that at a, at a council meeting, and uh, we're looking through the, the legal framework of what we can do where those businesses are concerned. So, you know, we're looking at this in terms of working with those nonprofits that are trying to help um you know, being a little bit more forceful with those businesses that are not helping us and then trying to uh, make sure that within the law that we can help people get back on their feet, offer them, you know, a warm place to stay when they need it, try to get them connected to any type of treatment that may be necessary, but without them, you know, being out there. That said, it's not an overnight fix. And, um, you know, there are a number of, of, you know, cities that don't have this issue and their number of cities that have it a lot worse than we do. Oh, yeah. And so, uh, all, all good cities, you know, nonetheless. So, unfortunately, it's one of those um, you know, things that you, it seems like you're always chasing as mayor and you're trying to, you know, corral it, control it, and get your arms around it as, as best you can because the minute something happens, uh, that's when things, you know, blow up, whether that's an arrest, whether that's a a private citizen taking matters into their own hands, all those things. And that's what we're trying to uh, avoid, and that's what we're trying to share with some of the folks that are on the street corners and they're doing those things, and we're trying to get them connected. So hopefully through all of those efforts, it's not just a silver bullet solution, but hopefully through all of those efforts, we can curtail the panhandling that we see, not just, you know, at intersections, but whether it be downtown and even in some neighborhood entrances that we see around the community. Yeah, and I know that there's often a lot of overlap with uh, substance abuse and and mental health uh, challenges. And then you also have professionals, let's just say, that are going from city to city. Uh, You know, you mentioned Atlanta earlier, and with that growth comes, I remember uh, I took a wrong turn late at night. I was like, okay, I need to turn back. Yeah, turn back the other way. Uh, But with the issue of uh, looking at who the next chief of police would be, though I'm, we're what a few months into a search. I think uh, interim chief 
Harris has done quite a job. I've noticed a change. Yeah. And just things like traffic enforcement telling you off air how I got a ticket. Uh, sometimes I need to be put in line. Hey, we all do. Yeah, but uh, when do you think you are going to make a final decision on that, and how is the search going for a new chief? You know, I think the search is going well, but there's a lot of interest uh, in the position, and we've got both internal and external uh, interest there. And what we decided to do was to take a different approach to it. We decided to bring in a, uh, a third party to help us in this search. And that hasn't been done here in recent years. We, we, we know that uh, for us, crime is the number one issue that we have to address and we have to tackle. And as a mayor, um, there's, there's not a more important hire than police chief. And so that, that's at the forefront um, of my decision making. So we brought in a firm that has hired uh, help cities hire police chiefs from California to Florida and, and cities from large and, and small. Uh, they are uh, former law enforcement professionals and, and um, two were police chiefs. So they, they know kind of how to help us uh, kind of get through the resumes, kind of get through some of the fluff right. uh, and get down to, you know, the, the real deal of leadership and, you know, changing outcomes and changing the results. And that's what we're looking to do. So I think Interim Chief Harris has done a great job uh, in, in this role. It's hard to be interim in any capacity. Right. And um, she's done as well as I think anyone could ask in terms of addressing the morale, staying engaged in the community, and dealing with a, a rise in violent crime that is impacting cities uh, across the country. And there, there's not a text group or a uh, conference that, you know, I do by Zoom with mayors that that's not the number one uh, issue that, that they're dealing with of, of cities of, you know, significant size. Right. And when you look at the homicide rate, that was my next question. Yeah. I mean, are we at, what, nearly 70? Yeah, I think, I think 69 was 69. our last count, so and, close enough. And uh, you made some, I think, comments that I, I agree with, but I'd like to flesh it out sure. here. Where I, I've noticed it, I'll see a headline that somebody was shot and killed, and then a day or two goes by that a person, a suspect, has been arrested. Yeah. And yet, uh, you know, most notoriously, I would say, and at the state level, we saw the case with Anaya Blanchard, and a mm -hmm. law was pa passed in that regard. But how can we? Not yet. This? We, we, we vote oh, on it that. Hasn't. We, we vote on that in 2022. Oh, it big, is an amendment. Yeah. You're the right. big the Big Ten mayors came out and and formally endorsed that Good. at our last meeting here Good. two weeks, right. three weeks ago now. So when you look at this, people are arrested and they're being let out pretty quickly, right? So yeah. how do, how what flesh this well, out from your perspective? That? Well, uh, Daryl Bailey, our district attorney here, has just helped us in the last uh, week or so and um, just asked the Supreme Court to raise the scale for um, murder charges from 150000 to $1.5 million. Um, that that is long overdue, and yes, Daryl has been Daryl has been pushing that for a long time. Mm -hmm. So he, he didn't just come to the party on that, right? Uh, Daryl, you know, really helped to get from seventy five thousand to one hundred fifty thousand, right? And uh, you know, I, I've got friends, I've got a uh, you know brother who's a defense attorney, and uh, you know, we we have you know the, these uh, barroom arguments, you know, about you know uh, where where does this you know, stay in terms of a person's constitutional right, you know, yeah. to, to get out and are you penalizing people um, because of their income or economic status and that sort of thing. And I just fall on the side that when it comes to violent crime, 
um, that that that's viewed a little bit differently to me than, than somebody who's who's like a property crime. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Somebody who's doing something different uh, because what you find and I. Again, talking with other mayors that don't have our solvability rate. So you were talking about that earlier. Our solvability rate is 77%. Right. Uh, the national average is 61%. You've you got some very prominent cities who are in the 20s and 30s. Um, I, I know some of those mayors. So, um, you know, our, our police department is doing fantastic work. Um, and they're doing great responding and investigating and, and that sort of thing. What we needed was really a push for the magistrates um, as well as the judges to understand how critical this issue is to our community uh, vitality. It's a health issue. It's a wealth issue when you have people that are getting, um, you know, charged and the police do their work. And, you know, before we can get home for a Friday night, uh, after work beverage, you know, that person is right back out. Right. Yes. So, you know, that that hurts the, the, the police morale in terms of work, and it hurts those community folks who are assisting, too. Right, right. So, you know, we we need that, and then we didn't need to get to, um, you know, 69 murders by, by early November to do that, but that's where we are, and I think that what we have to separate in conversations around criminal justice reform is, yes, I think some penalties can be excessive for a property crime or for, you know, minor uh, drug offenses and things along those lines. But when it comes to violent crime and what we've seen, not only in 2021, but also 2020, we've got to address that differently. We've got to be able to, to separate those arguments and those discussions um, because it impacts uh, our community uh, as a whole, but it impacts really certain neighborhoods where, you know, unfortunately, 90% of the people are good. I mean, right. they, are, they are working hard, doing the best they can to stay afloat. But they become prisoners in their own homes and their own communities because day. of what happens and what we don't do uh, at our level. And that's not fair. You know, some people can move. I can move. Most of us in this room could move. Not okay, everybody. and say, hey, neighborhood has changed. I'm out of here. Right. But for most people, they can't do that. And so it's up to those on the in the judicial side to assist what we're doing on the law enforcement side, and, and I appreciate what the DA has um, has done. I think the Alabama Supreme Court will, we're crossing our fingers, will we'll approve that. He has to submit a petition. And then, you know, we're going to make sure that word gets out because that starts to change things because now you're not out on, it's right. a lot harder to get out on bail if, if it takes you two years to get to trial. Now you're doing two years in the, in the pen. Mm -hmm. So if that's what it is, then... You know, there's that. But we're, we're also working on the proactive side, too, with the Office of Violence Prevention. We're establishing that, and I'd love to talk about it if we get a, we get a minute to do yeah. that. So we're not just focusing on the after effect because that's, you know, there, there's certain things you just can't undo. Right. But we also want to be proactive. But for those that are intent on being repeat offenders and being a menace to uh, the community, then that's going to come at a higher cost. Well, and I just want to reiterate to folks, I believe police officers just got a raise. They did. But well across, and across and the board, employees got a raise. Yeah. Not, not, not as much as police and, and fire and right. sanitation and, and, and didn't need to be. Right. I mean, that, that was a decision that I made. Didn't need to be. They're on the front lines. They're doing the, the dirty and dangerous jobs. They needed to get more of a raise than what some of us in, in offices are doing. Well, because I'd say that because my big bad on the show, I've told you this before, is the corporate press. Yeah. And some narratives don't really 
actually tell the story of home, right? And where we live. So I just wanted to reiterate that point. We got to hit another quick no, break and uh, more with Mayor Stephen Reed. Y'all keep holding your positions on the phones two seven two nine two two eight. We should feel some calls here in a second. Good deal. Right after this. It sounds kind of like... When I crank it, it makes this sound. When you turn left, it goes... Well, mine goes... I think there's something wrong. We know exactly what you're talking about. Your friends at Tire City and Automotive Service are speaking your language. Visit one of our two locations, Atlanta Highway or Woodley Road. Happy Friday. We are broadcasting live today for our Blue Water Broadcasting annual holiday food drive to help out the Montgomery Area Food Bank. Today till 1 o'clock, we're at Gray's Tire and Service Center. You know, the Montgomery Area Food Bank, their support extends to more than 800 local community agencies. They help 35 of Alabama's 67 counties. Please stop by and make a donation before 1 o'clock. I'll help you get the donations out of the car. We've got lots of great sponsors along with Gray's Tire and Service Center, Down with the Pounds, Ask Telemarketing, Capital Pond, Rick's Jewelers, and Air Now Home services. The big blue water broadcasting buckets are at all of the locations during normal business hours. So if you can't stop by today, please consider doing so soon. We'll be doing this again next week. Another opportunity for you to pay it forward. We are broadcasting live today till one at Gray's Tire and Service Center for Blue Water Broadcasting. This hour of news and views is brought to you by our good friends at Cole Plumbing, 279-8919. Cole Plumbing is number one in the number two business. You don't have to dig a hole. They have proprietary pipelining technology. Ask them about their tankless water heaters. Remember, when you have trouble with your bowl, call on Cole. Rich Thomas Weather, brought to you by H&H Carpet. For all floor covering and granite products, see H&H Carpets for the guaranteed best price. H&H Carpets, across from Walmart on the Atlanta Highway. Rich Thomas Weather. Well, hi, everybody. Today will be cooler than yesterday by about 10 degrees, so we're looking for sunshine. High temperature up to about 69, a little breezy. Uh, chilly tonight, over at low 41. Tomorrow will be about 10 degrees cooler than today with uh, sunshine, breezy, upper 50s for a high temperature. There's a freeze watch for Saturday night with a low temperature by dawn Sunday morning close to the freeze mark, somewhere around 32, 33, a frosty start, first freeze of the season. And not much change during the day on Sunday with a high temperature up to about 61. From the Blue Water Weather Center, this is Rich Thomas. When news happens, you'll hear about it first. The River Region's most trusted voice. News Talk 93.1 FM WACV.
back to news and views from 9 till noon. 272-9228 if you want to get in on the program. Uh, we've got some folks that have been hanging out online for a while. Let's go to Mike. Hey, Mike, you're on with Mayor Stephen Reed. Yeah, thank you so much. And uh, first of all, I want to say uh, to the mayor, and I've mentioned this several times before, until we get crime under control, we're going to continue to have a difficult time of looking at Montgomery as a place to come and not only to work but to live. Crime is the number one hindrance, regardless of what color you are. Crime is the biggest ticket in most people's eyes. Number two, Montgomery has to do a better job in uh, holding on to service members. Montgomery do not do a good job as compared to some of the other cities that have a major military installation close by. And I think that if we take a look at that, we'll be able to maintain some of our professional service members who are big added plus to the community. I agree. Again, thank you for what you do, Mayor, but there are some things that I think we can improve on. Thank you so much. Yes, sir. Thank Thanks, you for Mike. your call. I, listen, I, I agree uh, on the issue around crime, and that, that's why I say it's a health issue and it's a wealth issue. And, um, you know, that's why we introduced uh, the Office of Violence Prevention to uh, really address this um, from city standpoint to be proactive in some programs and initiatives and connecting people who have lost hope and lost uh, a sense of, of opportunity to uh, those chances um, that they may not know exist. They may not know that you you got companies here that are paying $45 an hour uh, if you, you know, have a skill in, in, in a certain trade. Uh, 65, you know, if you're, an automo, if you're an auto mechanic, right? So, you know, we got to connect uh, a lot of these folks that are underemployed and people who may have a, a mistake in their past, you know, may have made a, a trip up somewhere, but they're trying to get back onto the right track to that sense of, of, of opportunity and prosperity, if you will, so they don't fall back into those things that they know or they those temptations that they may have so um that's part of it but you know it starts with education which is why we uh you know invested in our public education system and now we've seen pike road do the same thing we've seen private do the same thing you know it's interesting when you lead uh you'll find out that other people follow so what you know if we would have been leading for the last few decades uh huntsville wouldn't be uh, outpacing us uh, the way it has in the last 30 years. So it's not just about one administration. It's about a, a philosophy here that has existed for far too long. And I'm, I'm from here, so I can talk about Montgomery, both good and bad. Right. And the philosophy here has been, uh, you know, keep it small, keep it all. And we really did not have a big-picture approach to economic development, to education, and to the things that we're seeing that have held us back, you know, in the last 20, 30 years. And so it, it's, it has caught up with us, and so now we're trying to address it. And it starts with education. Huntsville doesn't have the amount of private schools that Montgomery has, never has. Huntsville has been at a higher property tax for the last 30 years. I want you to hear that. 30 years they've been uh, at a 28 mil per. We just, we just voted on that. Last year, and we still won't be there. We'll be at 22. So we still won't be where Huntsville has been for 30. So when you see those defense contractors and you see those high-paying jobs, that's because Huntsville took that approach a long, long time ago. So to your issue about crime, education is a big part of that. And certainly we want to 
uh, try to play a role that we can both in terms of working with our public school system and doing those things uh, from a preventive measure that we can from the city government. And I think that dovetails into why we can't necessarily hold on to some of those service members. While we do have some that stay, we do lose uh, too many, but our schools aren't there, and so therefore our our economic options aren't there. When you come out of the military, you've got a lot of private se- sector um, jobs that you can go after. Yep. And everybody wants that training. Everybody wants those skills. It doesn't matter how big your company is or how small your small business is. You can utilize that. And when you've been around the world, like most of them have, there are a lot of things they're looking for in the community that we're, you know, only probably recently started to talk about, maybe in the, in the 2000s with the uh, the redevelopment of, of Biscuit Stadium uh, and other things that, that came along in, in the Bright and, and Todd Strange administration. We're building on that. But, again, growing up here in, in the 80s and, and 90s, there wasn't nothing going on downtown. Right. Um, there wasn't any interest in, in that. Sure. Yeah. So So we're, we're playing catch-up to that, and I think that as we uh, understand the economic uh, impact of having smart, talented people like our men and women who have served uh, this nation in our community, we, we're doing better to hear what they like and what they want, as well as those who never left Montgomery who said, well, why haven't we ever had this in this part of town, or why can't we have that? So I take your point serious. I think you're right on, and, and we're taking steps to address both of those issues. Uh, we have one last break here. Uh, I guess we got to still pay for the show, right, Eddie? Yeah. And by the way, these are real estate. Not, you must not want me to talk. Is that why you're taking all, all, all these breaks? <laughs> That's all I'm I'm talking to my phone is, hey, is Joey uh, just trying to keep the mayor from talking? Is break after break after <laughs> no, break? When right. we're in this break, be careful what we say. Uh, this guy, I think he's CIA. <laughs> I think, don't I, watch those guys. <laughs> no, no, he's a handler, I think. They're, they're watching me here. Uh, you know, you do this long enough and you become paranoid. It just happens. <laughs> we it's all do. It's a good thing, Joey. More news and views from 9 till noon when we come back. Want to carry News Talk in your pocket? Download the News Talk 93.1 app from the App Store. Available on iPhone and Android. Never miss a moment. Download now. Hi, I'm Ray Bowles from Proudville Carpet. If you're looking for waterproof carpet, hardwood, laminate, vinyl plank, or ceramic tile, call us today for your free measurement. Cropville Carpet is a family-owned flooring store that prides itself on personal service, quality products, and guaranteed installation. From beautiful hardwood floors to luxurious smart strand carpet, Prattville Carpet has you covered. Call, come by, or online at prattvillecarpet.com. Proudville Carpet, we're more than just carpet. Hey, y'all, this is Becca from The Fantail. I want to invite you and your families out to eat with us. For those of you that don't know, we are no longer a buffet. We have a full menu that covers all appetites, from seafood to steak to chicken, fried or grilled to perfection. We have fresh shucked raw oysters delivered every Wednesday. We have big screen TVs up for all you sports lovers. Come see me behind the bar for an ice-cold beer or scratch-made cocktail. But remember to save room for Chef Sean's amazing homemade desserts. When you think dinner, think Fantail, where we are always off the hook. The holidays will soon be here, and while most of us will be busy planning the next big meal, many families in the River Region will go to bed hungry. Blue Water Broadcasting and Down with the Pounds are doing something about it. Help stuff our Sprinter van full of non-perishable food items. Bring your donations to Down with the Pounds in Montgomery. Let Down with the Pounds help you keep the pounds down. 
It's our annual holiday food drive. Donate what you can. From Blue Water Broadcasting and Down with the Pounds. To find out how you can help, go to Newstalk931.com. This hour of news and views is brought to you by our good friends at Cole Plumbing, 279-8919. Cole Plumbing is number one in the number two business. You don't have to dig a hole. They have proprietary pipelining technology. Ask them about their tankless water heaters. Remember, when you have trouble with your bowl, call on Cole. The premier place the River Region turns to for news, weather, traffic, and opinion. News Talk 93.1 FM WACV. Welcome back to News and Views from 9 till noon. This part of the program brought to you by Troop Booth and Heirloom Jewelers. Great sponsor here of News and Views from 9 till noon. Whether you're looking to buy or sell fine antique and estate jewelry pieces, Troop Booth is the man to go see. Uh, if you're looking to buy from Troop Booth, check them out online at heirloomjewelers.com or you can always stop by their showroom at 6948 Vaughn Road here in Montgomery. And be sure you use the promo code Joey. Joey. J-O-E-Y for 10% off. You can do the math. Say you buy a $10,000 ring. Yeah, that's a pretty good savings. Yeah. And then if you're looking to sell to Troop Booth, just make an appointment. Call them at 260-0066 or online at heirloomjewelers.com. Make an appointment there. Show up on the appointed day and time with your jewelry pieces. And Troop will give you an offer. If you agree to the value of that offer then and there, you get paid. Right then and there, Joey. It's that easy. He's bought the state jewelry pieces from 50 bucks to over six figures. So uh, nice. he just bought a, a Rolex that was broken, but the gentleman still got a pretty penny for it. So that could be you next, folks. Check out Troop Booth and Heirloom Jewelers. Great sponsor here of News and Views from 9 till noon. You know, we don't have much time left because this hour goes quick. But <laughs> one thing I brought up off air that I just... Let's get a little political here. Yeah, I'm looking at the statewide offices and the state of the Democratic Party here in the state of Alabama. It, there's, I'd imagine, some challenges, re- challenges, and rebuilding <laughs> going on, and that's a whole can of worms there. Uh, but you notice, like in the U.S. Senate race, nobody's declared the governor's race for the Democrats. Nobody's declared, and I know the mayor's office is technically a nonpartisan position, um, but. Do you see yourself, when you look at especially also Mayor Woodfin, as kind of leaders of the Democratic Party here in the state and can be because you have actual responsibilities where the rubber meets the road? And I know Congresswoman Sewell does a lot. There are other, you know, Chris England does a lot. But mm-hmm. uh, how do you see your role in the larger uh, telling the story of Alabama from the Democrats' perspective? Wow, that's a, that's a good one. Um you know, I, I haven't really gotten into the the party politics. I mean, I'm I'm a Democrat, uh, but I haven't gotten into the the party politics of you know what is going on with the platform or the organization or any of those things. I mean, as much as anything, I've really been uh, tunnel vision focused on uh, you know the city of Montgomery, and I think to the degree that there are those that that see myself or Mayor Woodfin as um, leaders or voices within the party that that's great who is the um, you know I guess that goes to the chairperson I think that's, that's uh, representative England right uh, and you know certainly uh, Congresswoman Sewell uh, having the seniority there and being the only Democrat in, in Congress you know I think for for all of us as, as mayors um, you know, state statewide politics is is interesting. Uh, I mean, local politics is hard enough in right. itself uh, navigating that. But statewide is interesting, particularly when you're in a one party state like we are now. And you know, you know, it, it's interesting because you don't know where that where that competitive landscape comes from 
does it come intra-party within the Republican Party about hashing out ideas of, of how far right to go or how far to the middle uh, do we go? Or does it come from, you know, a, a full-on, uh, you know, opposite party where you've got some Democratic challenges? I think the Doug Jones defeat uh, was probably hard on a lot of candidates who would have looked at statewide and kind of saw... Uh, you know, Doug as, as being an older, tried or true, and kind of middle-of-the-road Democrat. Um, and, you know, with that not going, you know, successful, it makes you think, you know, do you want to give up 18 months of your life uh, to go around to, to get, yeah. you know, uh, 36, 38% of the vote when it's all said and done? You know, it, right now, and, and I'll, I'll, I'll in, in this topic, I guess, saying this, you know, all politics is national. Unfortunately, mm. it used to be said, you know, Tip O'Neill, former uh, legendary speaker of the House, you know, said all politics is local. Not anymore. I agree with you. Um, all politics is national, whether you're Fox News, MSNBC, yeah. or, or what have you, or what you know website you, you you check out. And it's hard to break through that right now. Now, how long will that last? I, I don't know, but I think right now it's hard for a Democrat in in North Alabama to go you know, run for a state Senate district and, and compete when, you know, there are things that just by label alone, you know, you're you're not going to be heard on. And it may be hard for a Republican uh, in other parts of the state to, to run in, in a city or an urban uh, district, you know, for the same reasons. And so the battle over ideas, you know, that really impact us at a local level is really hard to have at a statewide level. And I think that's why, you know, as mayors, uh, you're seeing a lot more visibility from mayors, not not just even in this state, but around the country, right. because mayors have to work in a nonpartisan way, regardless of how you may vote in a presidential race or, or what have you. You've got to be able to get things done because that's where folks can see what you're doing. And they're going to ask you why you aren't doing things, and they're going to hold you accountable. Well, and I do just get uh, I've. I stole the line from Senator John Kennedy, but the Alabama Republican Party needs to suck less. And so I don't <laughs> care where the ideas come from, and especially because yeah. you really are running and trying to work on development in a city. I think you have a unique perspective where it's sure. not just talk. You're actually having to do stuff. We, we've got to do it, and we need state partners to, to help us. So, again, back right to the Amazon, we had that right. with... Uh, Secretary Canfield, and we've got a great relationship with Governor Ivey's office. I just saw the news that uh, Joe Barnard is going to be leaving as as uh, chief of staff yeah. to take the, the presidential roles down in South Alabama. So we wish him well in that, and we look forward to working with Governor Ivey's uh, future chief of staff. Well, we're pretty much we only got a minute here, um, and I appreciate the time uh, because there's a lot we could talk about. I, I really do love this idea of what Miami's doing with CityCoin. They're now oh, talking yeah. about a Bitcoin dividend to their citizens. Uh, yes. I mean, this sort of stuff, I think, at the more cutting edge with tech that we can get and more entrepreneurship along with these big corporate gets, I think when you start winning and give people opportunity, a lot of other problems get solved. Yeah, well, listen, here's, here's what we know. Uh, we, we, can't, we can't do what we've, what we've been doing uh, if we're going to keep up and if we're going to kind of close that gap. We know we've got to be innovative in our approach and we've got to tell our story because uh, we tell it better than anyone else. And But we can't just do that in Alabama or even at the legislature. We've got to take that message uh, a lot further. And I think when people hear it, they get a different uh, they get a different